Get into Geek. Mitch here with your quick geek news for October 26. And it really is the week of DC. Black Adam opened on Thursday. Tuesday saw Henry Cavill officially announce his return to the role of Superman. And today, seemingly, the future of the DC hierarchy is being put in place. Now, there's been a lot of talk over the last couple of months, including one of our recent episodes of Capes and Cows, about Warner Brothers' discovery allegedly on the hunt for, quote, their own Kevin Feige to head up a new solo DC division within WBD. Well, it looks like we got him or rather them. Peter Safran, who's a long-time Warner Brothers producer with over 60 credits to his name, including DC's Shazam, Peacemaker, both Aquaman films and The Suicide Squad last year, as well as pretty much the entire expanded Conjuring franchise, will lead the newly created DC Studios, a role that he's going to share with none other than James Gunn. Yes, writer-director James Gunn of The Suicide Squad, Peacemaker and Guardians of the Galaxy, which we're whispering because we're not talking about Marvel right now. The two will take the titles of co-chairman and chief executive officers of DC Studios. The new branch is a directive from the new hierarchy at WBD to bring together all things DC film, TV and animation under one single banner. Gunn is said to be the creative head with Safran taking care of the business side of things and their appointments are said to be made official come November 1st. Now, what do you make of the news? Finally, DC does have its own studio and with its own bosses. And while the only DC content he's had his hands on share a similar tone, I'm talking Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, James Gunn is no doubt smart enough not to limit the DCU to a sole flavour. Drop us a line, let us know what you think. Still on DC, and an update on the proposed Arkham Asylum series from the Batman director Matt Reeves. According to a report from Variety this morning, Antonio Campos has been brought on as the series' new lead writer, a role that would also see him become the showrunner and an executive producer. Now, Campos's recent work was a writer-director on the series The Staircase, as well as direct a bunch of episodes across three seasons of The Sinner. No other word on the series. It's pretty much been quiet for the last six months, so hopefully we'll start to get more as the year wraps up. Now, wrapping up DC, a trailer for Riddler Year One has dropped. This is a comic that's a six-part prequel or an origin story, depending on how you look at it, to this year's The Batman with Riddler actor Paul Dano, the brain behind the story. He notes in the trailer how much he loved the character that Matt Reeves wrote for him and wanting to explore where he came from before the movie started. Matt and I talked a lot about his script, which was very fully realized. I do quite a bit of backstory work for myself as an actor, and I think I told you something about something I sort of saw in my head, and my memory is you were like, that should be a comic. And I was like, oh my god, that's that would be amazing. You should totally do that. And then I called, actually, Jim Lee, like, the next day, like, but Paul has an idea to do this comic, and I think he should just do it, kind of a Riddler origin comic from the movie. So a lot of this is about somebody like Edward Nashton and what is going on inside his head. And I always felt like the only positive affirmation Edward Nashton has ever gotten in his entire life was from solving riddles or playing games. Riddler Year One, issue number one, is out now. To Marvel, and a teaser for the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special has been released, teasing the galaxies in canon, but very much one-off, and I dare say not to be referenced adventure. 
I just saw on the calendar that right now on Earth, it's almost Christmas time. But Peter's so sad about Gamora being gone. Maybe if we go to Earth for a really wonderful Christmas gift, it would make him happy. Something special he will never forget. What about someone special? We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. I just said that, Drax. Your voice is small and mousy. I think maybe he didn't hear you. Now, let's be honest. It looks ridiculous, but that's kind of the point. And the Kevin Bacon inclusion is in equal parts shocking and exactly on brand for The Guardians. We'll see it on November 25, after the release date was finally announced, so we're less than a month away. And some more details on the news yesterday that Damon Lindelof is working on a new Star Wars film. Now, this is the guy behind The Leftovers and Watchmen, as well as a bunch of other stuff over the last 20 years. He's said to have been developing this movie for months, but reported details today have the movie as a standalone that will be set after the events of Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. And that characters from the sequel trilogy may even appear in the movie. But after the comments over the last three years since that movie came out, I think we can all work out who is and isn't likely to be in it. Post-Episode 9, though, is uncharted territory for the franchise at this point. So what would you like to see? Where do you want to see the franchise go beyond what we've seen? And who of the sequel trilogy characters would you like to see back? Drop us a comment and let us know. That's all for your Quick Geek News on Wednesday, October 26, 2022. We'll catch you tomorrow for more. Get into geek.